Glide. Hello, my name is Aisa Tudiawahang. I'm a technical advisor at the Global Institute for Disease Elimination based in Abu Dhabi. And I'm pleased to welcome you to our podcast series, Elimination Exchange. At Glide, we focus our efforts on understanding and accelerating progress towards the elimination and eradication of neglected tropical diseases, currently onchocerciasis and lymphatic filariasis, as well as polio and malaria. Elimination Exchange It's my pleasure to be in Yaoundé with Professor Emilia Nepe, Chief of Service and Focal Point for NTD Research at the Ministry of Public Health in Cameroon. Today, Prof. Epe will speak about community engagement strategies in neglected tropical disease programs in Cameroon. Just to remind our listeners, neglected tropical diseases or NTDs are a group of 20 diseases caused by a variety of pathogens, including viruses, bacteria, parasites, fungi, and toxins. NTDs affect over 1 billion people around the world, with the African continent accounting for about 40% of the total global burden. They are called neglected because they affect the world's poorest and receive less attention than other diseases. They also have devastating impact on communities and economies. Good afternoon, Prof. Pei. Afternoon, Dr. Nesatu. I'm pleased to have the opportunity to meet with you in Yaoundé. Prof. Pei, could you tell us a bit about the situation of NTDs in Cameroon and how the Department of Disease Control, Epidemics and Pandemics of the Ministry of Public Health respond to the entities that are endemic in Cameroon. Thank you very much, Dr. Isatu, for the opportunity. Cameroon is endemic to 17 out of 20 entities. All the regions are involved with at least two entities in all the 189 health districts, be it from the group of preventive chemotherapy or case management. They are responsible for almost 30% of the morbidity burden. Therefore, the response to this problem in Cameroon is organized by the Ministry of Health through a coordination unit at the head of the programs. The coordination unit finalizes the directory plan for an overview in accordance with the WHO roadmap. The programs accompanied by partners, financial and technicals, are responsible for coordination and monitoring evaluation all the way to the implementation of the activities through the strategies design. Regular meetings and occasions are planned for review and discussion. Lately, an emphasis for operational research was added to this. Thank you, Prof. Epe, for providing an overview of the burden of entities in Cameroon and also for highlighting the role and efforts of the Ministry of Public Health to control and eliminate entities. The new WHO roadmap for entities set global targets and milestones to prevent, control, 
eliminate or eradicate 20 NTDs, and three pillars support global efforts to achieve the targets. And pillar three aims to change operating models and culture to facilitate country ownership. And it's well known that community engagement is considered a critical component of country ownership. So this brings me to my next question. So we know that there is no single definition of community engagement, and we would like to hear from you what is your definition and also what is the role of community engagement in NTD elimination in Cameroon, and if you could provide examples of successful community engagement activities. Thank you for this question too. My definition of uh, community engagement should involve three steps. We should have responsibilities given to the community, actions taken towards helping them to be part of decision-making and reinforce their capacities. And this lines up exactly with what Everett Rogers told us, the five channels of community engagement, which are knowledge, persuasions, decision, implementation, confirmation, towards changing behaviors. So community should be a group of people, not only with geographical, uh, geopolitical arrangements, but people who have common interests, who can name each other, who know each other, and who want to work together. That's what we, we will be calling community. And helping that community to decide for themselves would be my definition of community engagement. If you want to talk about uh, uh, how Cameroon is, organizing himself to follow the third pillar of the roadmap concerning community engagement. I would say that we, we have a very good example of uh, a study we are doing right now on community engagements. Talking about oncocercosis in that case, we've been having treatments for about 30 years and we still have or we still record focus of high prevalence or focus of people, groups of people who are not taking the treatment without telling us exactly what is going on. So an example of community engagement here will be going towards the population, listening to them, understanding their problems, making them understand where we should go to or where they can go to, what, is the, 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 what could be important for them with an impact. Once they understood that and we've listened to them, we work together to what they can do. We empower them to decide what they can do. We take in account their know-how, and then we decide what could be done within their setting, within what we have. Next step will be to show how and who they can partner with to help them, because alone they cannot achieve the, 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 the targets. And that's where the ministry will come in with having connectors or helpers like the DCs and the Rolex uh, Communautaire to help going towards a decision. And once we have the decision, we are almost sure that we get them closer to us and to, 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 have, to improve the implementation of the strategy and get results. And that's exactly what the roadmap, roadmap is asking us to make research to have evidence-based data to help us go towards working together and partner with the communities, being part of the decision table. 
it emerges from your definition that dialogues are important because they bring together the community members to discuss health issues that they encounter within their community. And it's also increased understanding of diseases and eventually bring answer to, to, to questions. So it's very important. Uh, so what are the main barriers and challenges of community engagements that you came across and how to overcome them? The main barriers for us will be the beliefs and then the variety of communities because each community, although we feel it as high prevalence, when we go deep, we have different problems and different barriers. One of these is the past, past history. When ivermectin started being distributed, what happened in the population? What history do they have? What are the blocks they have? What did they get as, uh, how did they perceive, for example, the death of their relatives? What are their beliefs? When you have to take ivermectin, you're not supposed to drink alcohol. What does drinking alcohol mean to them? What is alcohol in that community? What are they even calling alcohol? So those are the type of barriers you're going to have. At the level of the coordination, we have a lot of problems with data, data collection, and even the implementation, the right implementation of the TIDC. Uh, who is the community distributor? Who chose the community distributor? How well is he informed about all that? How is he feeling? Is he taking, taken care of? How is he motivated? So for, to encounter all those problems, we need to do a lot of survey to reposition everything we have. Out of those uh, survey, we should uh, bring out strategies to improve. And that's why the roadmap tells us or reminds us that we should not be doing business as usual. We should go further to understand what can be changed to improve our uh, journey towards elimination. How are we going to encounter those once again? We need resource mobilization at the central level. We need to have partners. We need to try and access the poor because this is a disease of or of the poorest, but the poor are not reached out. We also need to reinforce leadership and strong commitment from the communities and from the central level, even from the government, because res resilience is at the peak. Cameroon uses a community-directed treatment approach to deliver interventions to communities. So, for example, community-directed treatment with ivermectin is a strategy used for ONCO. However, from your experience, community participation can only be optimal if members are well informed about the disease in general and also about the impact of the interventions. So communication is a key element and hearing from the community about their experiences and challenges can help programs to make progress towards their targets. So from your experience, how can we encourage, reinforce and sustain community engagement in NTD programs? My experience on how to encourage and sustain community engagement in NTDs will start at the central level. We, first of all, need to reinforce the capacity at central level. If the concept is well understood, we shall understand the planning 
does not end at our level if we need results. This is my case. Through capacity building, we understood that many more stakeholders are needed for the battle. For example, anthropologists, social sciences, more partners in total for joint efforts to help address the community. We need their help. We need operational research to understand each community in deep. Therefore, we shall avoid coercion per definitions. If we assess the problem, for example, the, in the case of oncocystis, if we need to know what the beliefs are, what the history of the population is in relation with the disease we are trying to tackle, what happened in the past, because these are the factors that will be hinder the adherence to our main strategy. We, def we then need to identify good connectors with whom we shall maintain the contact to the community, share the messages and the new trends, the new approach. In fact, we are very happy and fortunate to have the study on community engagement fully sponsored by GLIDE going on right now in Cameroon. And this will help us improve our strategy and our relationship between the actual situation and the reality. With the new mindsets we shall get there, we could transform the neglect into care. Thank you so much, Profepe, for being with us today. And uh, we hope to have you again. Merci beaucoup. Merci, Dr. Isaltou. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. We hope you learned something new about disease elimination efforts and invite you to tune in next time to Elimination Exchange as we continue to explore the tools, interventions, and innovations that will help us consign these Asian diseases of poverty to the history books. For more information about GLIDE, please visit our website at glideae.org. GLIDE.